Probably one of the most forward-thinking people on the United States Supreme Court. One of the most, is it right? She was right there with a lot of your your top justices. She ranked with all of them. She was. She was. But what are you gonna say when this clown we got for a president replaces? Some hard-headed conservative, backwards-thinking conservative, there to hold African Americans and other people down. He's gonna—he'll re- replace her. Now remember, they did—they would not. Uh, the Senate controls this. The Senate would not allow. President Obama to make an appointment. Said it wasn't enough time. But they're going to hurry. They will either make an appointment before the election or before the next president is inaugurated. Um, Donald Trump will have his opportunity to uh, appoint whoever he wants quite naturally uh, that Republican Senate will okay that appointee. There will be another conservative on the on the Supreme Court. Now, one thing I wonder about y'all: some of you is pro-life, some of you are pro allowing the abo- abortions. What will happen? Why are you going to vote on this one? If you're voting for Trump, more than likely, I'm sure he's going to milk that for everything he can get, just like he's milking uh, this uh, police salaries and cutting the police and all of this. He's got several things he can milk. And that's the only way he can win in an election is by milking something that people don't give a whole lot of thought to, but it's very important. That's the only way he can win. And he's going to milk these things. What do you think? The death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, will that help Trump or will that hurt Trump? Everybody know. You have probably only two Liberals left on the Supreme Court. Well, sometimes the, the chief justice himself, who was appointed by uh, Bush the Younger, sometimes he votes with the progressives on the court. 
he would put that to be a, a, a conservative, but he's not. So we never know how they think. But how will you vote? What do you think? Will the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg help or hurt Trump's re-election? What do you think about that? It's so much stuff have come out on this man. Uh, he, he, he caused this pandemic to be as bad as it is. He caused it. He knew about it. Knew how deadly it was. And then talking about he stayed quiet because he didn't want to panic the country. What were you going to do? Were you all going to run off and leave America? I doubt it. Well, what were you going to do? No. He really, to be honest, he just really didn't care. He didn't care how many people died. How many was made sick by this this pandemic. He didn't care. So, but some of those same people whom he hate, some of those people who you can look at his crowd and tell who he hang out with, that most people that support him is not one of those type people. Hello? This is sad. Why would anybody want you to answer that too? Some of y'all call and tell me. Why would anybody vote for Trump? Why would anybody? We know if you're white, you pretty well got to know you're racist. You're black? My own personal opinion? We know you're stupid. I know. Oh, he'd help my, 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 my program, my special program. This, no, no, no. Oh, but he's going to help put you in the grave. Because I do believe if he gets, if he doesn't get reelected, there'll be a civil war. And if he get elected, it still might be a civil war in this country. You got to be crazy. You got to be crazy. Can't you all see that this man is mentally disturbed? We are coming in the 8 o'clock hour. U.S. Congresswoman Bernice Johnson will be with us. We're going to talk about this. That, But I want to hear from you before I hear from her. What do you think? Conservatives, liberals, Democrats, Republicans, whoever. I want to hear from you. I want to hear what you think about this whole situation. We got murders of by police. There's nothing happening on. I talked to Anna Jefferson. What's going on with that? You hear nothing about it. She's still dead. She still was shot by a policeman in her own home. Shot and killed. 
And nothing happening. They uh, tried to appease the family of the young lady there in Louisville, Kentucky. And uh, he's, she's not coming back alive, although they thought they really throw a big bone. And they just throw the big bone out there for it. I might as well tell the truth. To appease the crowd. Twelve million. Throw, throw a bone out there to us. Maybe we'll take that bone and run with it. Yeah, they wasn't trying to pay off. They were just throwing a bone to black America. Her life was worth much more than that measly $12 million. You can spend that in no time. Believe me. I know. But when we see what's going on, so many terrible things. America, to me, is just as racist as it was 50, 60, 70 years ago. It's bad. How deep are the roots of bigotry and hatred in, in, is it in America? How deep are those roots? Are they so deep that we could get a clown like we got in the White House? And he has a great possibility of being reelected. Some people don't think he can. I do. It's, anything is possible. All things are possible. And especially when you have a, a candidate he's running against, makes a lot of blunders. Makes a lot of blunders. He made some blunders. Already made a big blunder in his picking of his running mate. I told y'all before he picked that person. He picked her. That could end up being a big mistake. Oh, boy. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. 972-647-1893. All right, who do we have, Jason? We have got a call from Bill. Bill? Okay. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, Pastor Barnett. How, how are you doing this morning? Fine. How are you doing this morning? Okay, okay. A little sad. Uh, a little sad for uh, uh, America, really, for uh, great justice. Yes, yeah, uh, she was a good one, wasn't she? She was. She, she, uh, sorry for, for listening, but there's, there's an echo. In, in your in my mic. Anyway, uh, I, I, every time I talk, I hear myself. So, but anyway, uh, that's funny. You know, it, it's a sad day for people, people of color because this man gets in there again. He will pick another another uh, far right justice, another yes. far right mm-hmm. conservative, to get in there, and I feel I feel bad for those people of color because uh, it, it, it's a sad day in America. Sad day. Very sad. Very sad. And he'll use that agenda of, of, of pro-choice or, or pro-life, and he'll really, his, his team will really crank that up now. 
Oh, yeah. Now, do you think this will help him in the election or uh, hurt him? I think it will help. I think it will. And I and I dread it. You know, and I, every time she got sick this year, I kind of, I felt, you know, uh, a little, uh, I said, oh, my gosh, she, she's 80 years, she's over 80, 85 years old. And, I think she's 87, wasn't she? She, she was 87, yes, sir. Uh-huh. And back when she first started having problems, you know, a year ago, whatever, and and, and I said, I just dreaded dreaded this day and because of of, uh, of what I feel is going to come and it will help him it, it will help him he'll, he'll admit that if he cared so much about pro-life if he cared about life itself he would have done something about this, this pandemic that we're in right now he doesn't care about life all he cares only about life he cares about is his his all he cares about is his uh-huh. and his his, 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 his his I don't know uh, uh Privileged life, he's lived all his life. You know, he doesn't even know anything about work or, or, or about what real Americans feel. Did you see his 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 uh, town hall the other night? No, I saw a part of it. I didn't see much of it. I, I saw. I, I, well, I was I looked at it because there were real people that were asking him questions that he couldn't answer either. When he's a fumbling, mumbling, bumbling idiot, he mm-hmm. couldn't answer. He was lying anyway, so it didn't matter whether he answered or not. Because you know he's lying. Right. He's lying. I mean, every time he opens his mouth, he's a lie. I I don't know how these people uh, follow him so wholeheartedly. I I, I don't understand. I've spoken to you about this before. Mm -hmm. I just don't understand how these people can follow him. It's all a racist. It's it's embedded in America. And and I I don't think you and I will ever see the day that that, that it will will finally disappear. I don't. I don't think it ever will. You know, I, no. I hate to be so pessimistic, but it's a sad day for me uh, uh, in America because of what I feel is coming. But have you, when by you mentioning disappear, makes me think about what he said about COVID nineteen. Oh, it's going to go away. It's going to disappear. It's going. Yeah, it, this this is the imagination of a two year old or three year old who believes in Santa Claus. The man is and ridiculous. People, and the people that and they, they'll go to his his indoor <laughs> indoor, indoor yeah. uh, uh, rallies and it yes. I know and they probably had loved ones that have died. They yeah. still go. I'm sure plenty of people have died behind the, those rallies, but uh, he'll make sure that's not reported. And if all of them oh, die, no. he would he he would he'd tell everybody that don't, that that didn't happen. Don't you believe that they that's the press and you know fake press saying this and showing you this. Uh, he, right. he he just I don't know. I've never seen nothing like it. They never well, believe America was that stupid. Uh, well, I I never did either, Pastor. I thought, I thought we made we made, we were making some strides, but. We, we we've not made any strides at all. It's all it's all been it's all been smoke and, and mirrors and stuff for for people well, of color, especially to, black people. Well, I have to uh, agree with you because it's, it's as plain as the nose on your face. So I don't know. Right. Okay. But all right. Thank you. Thank you. That clears the line nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Who do you have, Jason? We have a call from Sojourner. Sojourner. Good morning, Soldier. Good morning. How you doing? Fine. How are you this morning? I'm doing good. Uh, to help you, 
Well, do you have your radio on or something? I'm getting feedback in my mic. No, I'm getting feedback from you too, but... You getting feedback? Your radio on? No. I guess, uh... That's the second caller said. They're getting feedback from me and uh, coming in through my mic. I can't. I don't hear it in my headset, but they obviously happen because caller said yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Now, go right ahead. Yes. Uh, in America, we, we we'll go back to the history. In 1877, the compromise of the 7th which ended Reconstruction showed the the mindset of America and that mindset has been there. Uh, America will never allow black people to establish an economic base in America. That's why they burned down all the cities, the Tulsa's, the Longviews, the Colfax, Louisiana, Wilmington, North Carolina, all up and down the East Coast. That they would never allow that to happen again because they felt like we wouldn't be able to do anything because we were slaves. But the, that's a, 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 the mindset was that we built the country so common sense would have told you, yeah, you're going to be able to do something, but they felt that we couldn't. And they were surprised by Reconstruction mm -hmm. and what we were able to achieve. Well, here, here's what happened. You had it not only on the East Coast. You had it as close... It's Longview, Texas, yeah. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Right. You, you had you had uh, Wall Streets built everywhere. Black Wall Streets. I'm talking about. Yeah. That, no, they see. Here's what we need. I'm gonna be honest with you. The only way we'd be able to get out of this quagmire we're in now, a poverty, and a lack of funds, we need reparations, and we need them now. We need reparations now. You've got to have some money to build a great society. Remember, the way America really, truly got over was when it was doing the land grab. When they gave away all of that land to, to hundreds of thousands, not millions of people, went and grabbed land that uh, they, they, they couldn't buy. They gave it away. So and then they turn around and tell you to pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. That's a lie. You'll never make it like this off of pennies working on jobs. You'll never make it. We need, we need reparations. I'm so sorry I have to get over. We're up against a short break. We'll be right back. On Church Information and Open Forum. And you can reach us at 972-647-1893. Who do we have on the line, Jason? This is Leon. All righty. Good morning, Leon. Good morning, Rev. Barnett. How are you? Uh, well, I'm still going to... I'm still keep, I'm still going. Yeah. Uh, two, th two things that you could say that I say... Uh, mm-hmm. America always does the right thing after it's, all, it's done everything else first. Mm -hmm. And we're going to have to fight until we win or until Jesus comes. Mm -hmm. So what we're looking at now is just a... Well, he said, occupy uh, until he comes. Huh? 
Yes, yes. So, uh, you know, we know that Mitch McConnell, when uh, he says that uh, when he blocked Obama from appointing a Supreme Court justice, when Scalia died saying that the next president should do it, well, now all of a sudden he wants to do it right quick before the election, so we have mm-hmm. to block. We have to do what he does. Uh, so that's just the next fight. And uh, as far as what you say Trump supporters are, when you see the, the Blue Lives Matter flags, that's the new uh, camouflage for the for the racial supremacists. Uh, they used that when they came on the Friendship West property, and they use it in Portland. So that's his base. Uh, that Those people are going to support him because that's what they are. They believe in uh, racial supremacy. They don't believe in equality. They boo the ball players when they uh, say they want to end racism. So that's the reality that we're living in. So uh, we have to just, you know, put on our armor, uh, our so-called Christians, and fight like soldiers. If we want to win, because if we don't, we're going to get uh, sent back. Well, here's what's happening there. Uh you got the uh, Christian right will have their opportunity to get um, what they've been hoping for for years, a majority, a super majority on the Supreme Court that they will outlaw abortions. And I wonder what women think of this. We haven't had a woman to call yet. What do you think about that? If they get this super majority, they probably will get Abortions, outlaw. They thought they had it with, with Chief Justice Robert, but he, he he turned on them. He turned on them. So, what do you think they think? What are they gonna do? And this is this is allow the Christian right to hide their racist attitudes by by hiding behind this abortion issue. This allows them. They hide theirs. So. Watch what's happening. Watch what's happening. And he has until do this until January 20th. He can, he can do it. And Mitch McConnell is, is going to get to Senate and get this thing passed through, pushed through. I believe it. I believe it's going to happen. All right. All right. That clears the line. Uh-huh. That clears the line. 972-647-1893. Who do we have? Up next is David. All righty. Good morning, David. How you doing, Brother Barnett? Fine. How are you? Oh, I got peace of mind, Brother Barnett, like I always have. I, I mm-hmm. don't change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brother Barnett, the same people that appointed Donald Trump as President of the United States is the same people that started a crisis and the worst crisis you can have is a pandemic crisis. Because mm-hmm. out of a pandemic crisis, you have five other crises. The first crisis you have will be an economic crisis. Mm-hmm. The economic crisis would create anxiety crisis. That crisis would create homicide and suicide crisis. Anxiety is a mental illness that comes in seven different forms. And right now, if this is what's going on in America, and we are not aware of it. Most of the people are not aware of mm-hmm. what this crisis that called pandemic, which is worldwide, 
the other crisis that it caused. And once it creates that economic crisis, mm-hmm. then here come anxiety in the people. And you got it at a high, high standard right now mm-hmm. in the United States, especially homicide and suicide. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is something that nobody talks about, but this is, it. Trump was the appointed president, and the people that appointed him, they didn't vote him in. I mean, you didn't vote him in as president of you. You can't vote him out either until the, the system. Well, now, uh, you, 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 you own to something because he has control, really, when you come down to the nitty-gritty of the post office. I really believe... I really believe you got, they, they're going to steal this election. Did you hear his speech? His speech, he told you something in his speech. He told you he helped it in the Republican Hall, the federal Republican Hall on Constitution Day. He told you, you he was going back to the original Constitution. Well, the original Constitution only has one political party. And that's the federal party. So he's going to do away with the Democratic and Republican party. He told you that we haven't been up under a republic form of government since Thomas Jefferson died. The state's been running as renegades. He told you what he was going to do, but everybody's playing hating and you ain't listening to what this man said. He told you what he was going to do. He told you he's going back to the national republic. Well, that's from the Congress. And you're not gifted to that history. Most people are not gifted to that history. I know you are. See, you ain't I, I, I don't blame the people a whole lot on this because do, when do you know to believe him? He's such a big liar. You, when, can't, you, can't, you, can't, you can't blame the people because we ain't been told. No. <laughs> and, you know, he's ignorant of a lot of laws and everything. So... Uh, it's so much. It's so much. This country is going to have to rid itself of this disgrace. Oh, yeah. We're going to, we're going to the new world order. It's already here. Yeah, they just ain't put it in place yet. But, before but those who's going to run it? Yeah, what I'm talking about. Who's going to run the new, the new world? Yeah, Trump the can't. They're going to get, if, if it comes anytime soon, they they they'll have to get rid of Trump. He can't run it. Yeah, yeah. well, see, they they they'll put who they want to put in. Yeah. They, they, Joe Biden said he's with the Zionists, so this is Zionist movement. So it, it don't matter which one they put in, Joe or Trump. The Zionist still is in charge. Uh, I mean, that's what the people don't understand. Yeah. We up under Zionists, uh, who the whole world is. I'm told they ha- it hasn't been long they had a meeting. So yeah. they say they meet out in the country somewhere. I'm behind I all this. I can say one thing. going to be in for a hell of a shock. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I thank you for your calling coming. That clears the line, 972-647-1893. Who do you have? We have a call from Eric. Eric? All righty. Good morning, Eric. Good morning, Reverend Bernard. How you doing, sir? Fine. How are you doing? I'm doing a lot better, but I got to be a baby with my medicine for about a year. So I'm in the acting in my doctor, Metro Curl. 
Yeah. I'm to get out of shape so he can see what this mess is doing. Because uh, I'm going to take all my bottles when I see him next month. Oh, yeah. You yeah. taking your medicine yeah. on time? Huh? You taking it on time? Yeah. Your medicine. Everything going to be all right. Everything going to be safe. Trust me. Everything I do to the like, patients have his best words like a nothing. Any man like a wizard, master God, go to Jane and 1 and 17, every good gift, every perfect gift come above, and I got this gift. I put mm-hmm. God first. Matthew 6 and 33, 61st, King of God's is righteous. Put God first to give you anything you want. So, All right. All right. Okay. Well, thank you. Take care. Excellent line, 972-647-1893. I want a woman to call. Ladies... You're listening. Uh, what do you think about Trump win? He get a, he, he's going to appoint the next Supreme Court, Court justice anyway. He's going to appoint. You may have the supermajority to put a hardcore right-wing conservative on that will end abortions in America. What do you think? Women, are are you afraid to talk to me on this? What do you think? What do you think about this? Are you pro-abortion? Are you uh, for a woman's choice? to give birth or not what is your what is your thinking on this I hope we have at least two women on the line Um, he's searching now trying to find us some women men hold on because you're calling but I'm trying to get Hear from the sisters. Hear from the women. Hear what's going on. All right. All right, who do we have, Jason? This is Keisha. Keisha, good. All right. Good morning, Keisha. Good morning. How are you? Fine. How are you? I'm blessed, and I am... uh, I heard what you said about a woman calling, so I'm calling in. Yes. Um... I, I pray to everybody trust in God about everything that goes on in their lives. All the doctors, all the scientists, all the all the the, the musicians, all the all the people who could have made a difference. They got a lot of them have gotten aborted away. And I'm going to tell you something. God has been too good to us for us to think that uh, that shedding innocent blood in this country is worth it. You hear my dog in the background. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I'm so sorry, ma'am, <laughs> walking my dog. She got excited. But mm-hmm. I just wanted to let you know that I'm not for abortion. The Tennessee Democrats put out a pastor the other day uh, because he was pro-life, and I'm sorry to hear that, but you had to kick the uh, dust off your feet. And that's well, all I have to say are you, on uh, You say you're pro-life. Are you going to uh, vote for Trump or Biden? He's not for life. Are you going to vote for, for Trump or Biden? Oh, no. Oh, no. He's not for life. None of them are. You hear me? 
because uh, the people who supported those folks uh, love genocide. So, no. They're into eugenics. No, I'm not voting for him. You're not going to vote for He's Trump? for life. No. Hmm. No, sir. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. No, sir. And you're not a no, one-issue voter. No, absolutely not. You can't be. You can't be. Okay. Are you going to stand up for uh, for people who don't love the Lord, who say that they won't repent? Are you going to stand up for the Lord? All right. You're going to have to pray I, I, about who you vote for. Uh, are you an evangelical Christian? No. You're not? Mm-mm. Are you I a Christian? Hello? Yes, sir, I am. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm walking. Yes, All sir, right. I am. I love the Lord. So um, it's, it's a shame how things go, but we have to trust God. And and no matter what we do, as long as we, we have to put our... We can't trust these political parties. You know, mm-hmm. I I thought that um, uh, the Republicans were supposed to be the party of Lincoln a long time ago. And then I realized that we weren't included as black people. You know, I have I have to I. I thank God for my health and I thank God for your health. But we have to trust God. All right. We have to come back to him. Yes. I thank you for your call. All right. You're welcome. Uh-huh. That closes the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Jason? This is Beverly. All righty. Good morning, Beverly. How you doing this morning? Fine. How are you? I'm fabulous. You know what? Mm-hmm. These Christians are something else. They can sit here and say they pro-life, but not, I've never seen not any one of these pastors go to the White House to let them know same-sex marriage wasn't like. Mm-hmm. See, I, I never heard that one. It was one or two, maybe, but all the rest of them is they for that. Okay, this is what we were built off of anyway. George Washington, them with those heels and tight pants on and weeds on. That's all they ever been. That's why things not right. Yeah, if you gonna be right, be right all the way. I feel like this dictatorship, and I feel like if it's your body, if you know your circumstances, it may be health reason. It may, you don't ever know what people's circumstances are. That's their call. And this, this, you know what? Mm-hmm. This old 45, I, I, I wrote out there yesterday. I think that he had a hand in this, because like that young man called earlier and said, a year ago she started getting this way. This coronavirus been out here ever since 2019. That's why it's called COVID-19. It didn't just pop up this year. Mm-hmm. They knew about this way before, and I'll go back and say when when Obama was in there, he left the playbook, the, the fortified we have in there. So, well, he so, set up a commission for a pandemic that they felt like was coming soon. But the problem was Trump uh, got rid of that read. commission. He can't read. And he's not <laughs> listening to anybody, ignorant people. Sometimes they need to shut their mouths, and I'll say it again. It's time for us to pull out of this stuff. And if they're going to keep putting these old people in there that you can't teach old dogs new tricks, we don't need them in there. All right. I hear what you're saying. I'm up against a short break, and we'll be right back. And you can reach me at 972-647-1893.
right, we're back. And we're still looking for ladies we'd like for you to call. Come on. Sisters, come on, ladies. All women. Call us and and tell us. Uh, if you believe this will up, up in the uh, abortion issue. This will change this whole thing. Roe versus Wade. Henry Wade, the former DA of Dallas County. Will this, and this probably will, if Trump is allowed to appoint another Supreme Court justice. I'm sure this one will. We were banking on the last one. That's what they were banking on. But Roberts, the one that George Bush, Bush the Younger, appointed, they, they thought that would do it, appointed him chief justice. Well, it didn't do it. He, he went the other way on Bush. But now, I doubt if this one goes the other way. They're going to make sure they get them one, a hardcore person to the right. Call me, 972-647-1893. Call me. I, I, I want females. Please, call me, 972-647-1893. Want to hear what you've got to say about this. What do you have to say? Why are you so quiet? Why are you so quiet on this? Why? Ladies, I know most callers to any talk show is anywhere in the world, usually men. But women, ladies, you have opinions too. I want to hear what you've got to say. This Supreme Court our uh, uh, Supreme Court uh, appointee is going to be very important, and I'm sure they're going to push him over before Bush, and I'm, I'm sorry, not Bush, but Trump, leave office. Whether he wins or lose, whether he win or lose, the next, this election coming November 3rd, you'll have a Another Supreme Court justice. Come on, tell me. 972-647-1893. I want to hear from a woman. Men, you can call if you want to. But I definitely want to hear from a woman. What do you think? Now, the, no, you're not going to hear much about this on TV. On your, you know, standard everyday media. You're not going to hear. But this is a sign, a silent elephant in the room. Believe me, this is a silent elephant in the room. Is that abortion issue? It's been big for many years. And now is the shot that right wing conservatives been waiting for for years with the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And when we see how it used to be closer, it used to be 5-4, you had a chance. 
But if we get up to 7-2 on the Supreme Court in favor of conservatives, there's a great chance there will be changing of the God when it comes to abortion on the Supreme Court. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. Come on, ladies, get me a lady. Get me a lady. Can't get... Women, you are... Are you f- afraid to call me? Uh, no one... No one will blame you. Are, are you a Christians? Are you not Christians? Ah, you don't belong... Believe in... Voting on one issue? What is it? 972-647-1893. What is it? Why? Why is it? 972-647-1893. I really want to hear from women on this issue. Everybody think the issue is dead. No, it's not. No, it is not a dead issue. Supreme Court, we don't have one woman in all the metroplex in North Texas, up in Oklahoma, East Texas, possibly Louisiana. I want, you don't have one woman now. We got maybe some calling now. I want to hear from you. This affects you the most, according to y'all. And I'm trying to put you on there to let you be heard. 972-647-1893. All righty. You can go, go on and take that. Take, take that one. Take that. Take, take, take others. Take her. Because I want to hear from women. I, I want to hear from men, but I definitely want to hear from women. Yes, you are the important, you are are important people today. Women, you're always important on this show. You're always. Some of you have accused me of being anti-woman. No, I'm not. Oh, no, I am not. I'm on your side. All righty. Who do we have, Jason? Let's take one of them. It's a call from Patricia. Patricia, all right. Good morning, Patricia. Good morning, Pastor Barnett. How are you? Fine. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Mm-hmm. What I believe is that Trump and his administration is going to try, and of course they're going to do everything in their power to appoint, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think the Democrats are tired and fed up and people are tired of going back and that's what we've consistently done with this administration um and as far as the abortion part of it i believe that women have the right to have an abortion and like you said earlier you don't know their circumstance you don't know what their position is in life and what they're going through and even actually their mental state and that's something that was fought for for women and one, and I think it's something that we should be able to keep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just, I, I don't think it's going to happen. I think that the Democrats and people as a whole are fed up. And I think Trump is out of there. 
We just have to remember to get But, not, but he is what? He is what? But to those polls, don't take it to the post office. Take it to your polling place. Because I believe he's going to do everything in his power. It's evidence. <laughs> it's right before our very eyes. Now, I, I agree with you on that. But I'm just saying, even before he leave office, even if he's voted out by January 20, 2021, he could have uh, appointed an, another Supreme now, Court Justice. Am I correct? If can't the Democrats um, ask for delay? No. Can't they do something? They no? can't stop it. Oh, okay. Because this is handled by the yeah, Senate. The Senate handles okay. this. Old boy from Kentucky handling this. And the Republicans rule the Senate. Okay. Yeah. Do we see how important voting is? He's already appointed two right-wingers on there. He's already got two. If he get this one, oh, my God. Uh, I want to hear what you women got to say about it, because women, you, if it ever was a time you to be vocal... You need to be vocal now. You need but to be thank, vocal. Thank you for making that um, mm-hmm. clear. But a lot of people aren't aware of that, Pastor Barnett. So they don't know where they begin to be vocal at. Where do you begin to be start vocal? Start when you ask. And then start speaking when you're not asked. Let the world know okay. that you're about to lose your right to abortion. Because I know they're not talking about it. They may not even say anything. But that's in the back of the mind of millions of people. Believe me on that one. Thank you. That clears, uh, Thank you. Uh, that clears uh, the line. 972-647-1893. Some of you are calling and hanging up. Just hang on the line. I'm going to get to you. All right? All right. Who do we have, Jason? Let's go to Lily. Lily? All righty. Good morning, Lily. Good morning. Yes, ma'am. You're on air. Okay. Uh, you asked about the abortion issue. Yes. Uh, I don't believe in abortions. And uh, now it's like I have a niece that just really, she talk, she just loves us and Trump. So we share some things about what Trump was doing. And uh, I, I don't believe in abortion. I think a lot of people, imagine how you pronounce that. Uh, people they go with him because he he does not believe in the abortion. Uh, that's God's choice. God gives it. God takes it away. We don't put him on abortion or baby or anything like that. And I know he has a big issue that that's what Obama, you know, went for uh, was abortions and okay and all this type of thing. I don't believe in that. And um, another thing that she pointed out about what he was doing is that how he released all these prisoners that was down there, been down there for years and years for just really having a small amount of marijuana, some kind of something, she said. And most of these were black. So she said 80% of them were black. So that was a good thing that Trump did. You know what I'm saying? And then he's against the same-sex marriage. You know what I'm saying? I'm against that too and everything. So a lot of Christians jump on that. But, but like I told her, they fail to see what he's doing. It is absolutely wrong for you to take those uh, uh, mailboxes out and, and break down those those uh, mail mm-hmm. uh, uh, those uh, machines inside of the mail uh, facilities and stuff. Break them down, take them, throw them out, 
in the rain and all this kind of stuff. I just read about that last night, matter of fact, because I've been trying to follow up on some stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because I want to make an educated vote when I vote. And I know doggone well I'm not voting for Trump, but but <laughs> cause he just, he just, he just totally out of control to me like he's trying to become a little dictator. You know what I'm saying? It was Winston Churchill, I think he said once upon a time that when you have absolute power, you're very dangerous. And it looks like that's what he's trying to do. As a matter of fact, Trump reminds me of the Antichrist. You know what I'm saying? He has a few little things that he's doing that people feel like yeah. uh, is a good thing. Like some of those things like Believe me. You know what I'm saying? But in the Bible, it says that he would deceive, that the Antichrist would deceive the elect. Well, here's what. Believe me, the way the Bible describes the Antichrist. The Antichrist is very smart. Well, this this fellow, believe me, he's not Antichrist. He doesn't have sense enough to be an Antichrist. He doesn't have that. He's too stupid. He's too stupid. Now, an Antichrist will be very intelligent, believe me. All right. He appears to, but he should put up some strings around him. We are like, we can't get him out of there. Yeah. <laughs> now, it's, yeah, the time, it's the people that's behind him. They are so depraved and so backwards. And many of them are very ignorant. That's where his strength lies. He's not He's not that intelligent at all. Thank you. So when I look at him, I think about him, though. And I wonder how in the world... He's not, he's not nearly as smart as Hitler was. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's not nearly as smart as Hitler was. No. All right, thank you. That clears the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Jason? Let's go to Gene. Gene, all righty. Good morning, Gene. Good morning, and how are you doing? Fine, how are you doing? I'm great. I just kind of wanted to chime in on your conversation. I didn't get the beginning of it, but I understand y'all are talking about abortion. Yes, ma'am. And I think those are choices that people have to make. I don't believe in abortion, and I'm a born-again Christian. I don't believe in abortion, but I think that's, those are choices. Like, God gives, uh, gave us choices to choose him or uh, reject him. So we can choose here if they want to uh, get, have an abortion. There will be consequences for that between them and God. I don't think you can take part of the Bible and believe it. And the other part you let you let go. God is a God of compassion, and I'm not saying that at all. Uh, with our president, I think he's gone. It's a, a book, a moral majority. I don't know if you've read it or not, but it's very, very clear. As in the book, he even states this preacher downtown at First Baptist. There's certain things in the Bible that the president doesn't have to adhere to. And the Bible is true, and I think the Bible was written for all of us that are believers. You can't take part and say, this justifies this, and this part justifies something else. What do you think about that guy downtown? Are you talking about the First Baptist? Sir, his name is in the book. If you need to read the book. And Marvin Georgia, you'd be surprised. And I was very uh, disappointed in the evangelicals. I had... I didn't know a lot about him, but I've been reading about it. And that's Trump's base. And this is one of the things that they have a list that they have made that they wanted him when they elected him for office. He and Pence, 
It was things that they wanted him to do. And he's probably, he's accomplished most of those. But this issue and the, uh, uh, this, uh, the insurance, they don't want everybody to have the insurance that President Obama put in place. Everybody be insured. And also the Social Security. Everybody's insured, you say? Pardon? You say everybody's insured? No, you know, President Obama, when he put, fixed in, uh, when he passed that insurance, uh-huh. that everybody would be insured. Uh-huh. This is my majority group that Trump is working with out of this book, and this is his base, the evangelicals. It behooves everybody, I think, to read that book. You'd be surprised, and it's calling, it's listing people's names. It's not saying so-and-so, it's listing them by names. And these evangelicals have listed things that they want him to do. And he's a they want They want him to destroy Social Security, right? Yes. They want him and to uh, destroy health care as we have it, right? Right, health care. Right. And also uh, mm-hmm. the abortion and the right. same-sex marriage. I don't believe in that either. But those are choices. And those are things that people choose to do it. There are consequences. They're the one got to answer to God for that. That's just mm-hmm. like the speed limit. That's a personal thing. 85, and I feel comfortable driving 60. The speed limit law says 85, but if I don't feel like driving 85, I'm not going to drive it. All right. I'm going to drive what I'm comfortable with. Mm-hmm. So I just I just feel like it's really a mess, and I think we're... So uh, you think it's a woman's personal choice? I think it's her choice, and if, if, she, if she does it, then that's, that's consequences that she have to live with. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you. Thank you for your call. Mm-hmm. That clears the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Jason? Oh, it's time to take a break. Is it break time? It is. All right, 972-647-1893. Call us. All right. Here we go. Well, it's time to make that change. People of the world People of the world today are fading. All, of us. All right, back and welcome for our number two of Church Information and Open Forum. I'm Marianne Barnett, your host. We've been talking about Election Day, November 3rd, 2020. Talking about that. Uh, we have the lady on, and coming up in just a few moments is United States Congresswoman Ms. Eddie Bernice Johnson. She'll be here with us. She's already with us online, but bring me up that call, that yeah, lady, since this, I asked This is Nell. Nell? All righty. Good, Good morning, morning, Nell. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Good morning, Reverend Barnett. Are you, are you Nell? Yes, I am. Okay, all right. Go right ahead. Okay. My problem with this whole scenario is that I am sick and tired of old white men trying to tell any woman what she can do with her body. That is not their decision. It shouldn't even be in the public forum to me. Mm-hmm. It's a pro- it, it should be her her choice between her God, her family, and her doctor. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't even be in the public sphere. What about if there was a lot of old black men on that? Would you be mad about it? <laughs> Them either. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. You don't want anyone. No. No, it shouldn't even be in that public sphere. And not only if Trump gets to put another justice on the bench, not only will Roe be Wade, 
I'm looking at Brown versus the Board of Education, immigration, all of this. Anything that has has brought us forward, they're going to try to repeal that. Well, if he's going to get his appointee, that's for sure, because I'm going to ask Congresswoman Johnson about do sometimes those Supreme Court justices, they're appointed for life. Do you think they're making a mistake when they go past what would seem like the, you know, life is is energy, is one of the things life is, is energy. The energy to stay on. Maybe they should retire at a certain time. And I don't know. Term limits. Well, yes. But I like the idea of being for life because they they don't seem to be able to be uh, blackmailed or whatever about that. But uh, I, see, just like Chief Justice Marshall, well, not even Chief Justice, but Thurgood Marshall, stayed on too long. We've had two, look like it's mostly liberal ones stay on and die in office. Miss uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, I looked at her all before while President Obama, really in his his last year, he was able to, should have been able to appoint someone, but, you know, your good old Senate Majority Leader wouldn't do it. Yeah, he wouldn't, he wouldn't do it. So, it uh, seemed like... I don't know. It just uh, seems like they just hang on too long. And uh, they can be sick, look like they barely alive. If they really care about, sometimes you have, if you care about something, you have to give up, give up on it and let someone else take it from there. Sometimes you have to give up on it. Uh, that's, that's the way I see it sometimes. Well, the, the, the same rules should apply the way they did Obama. When he wanted to do Merrick, yeah. McConnell said that he would not do that and doing an election year. So where is that same? Oh, you know, uh, you know, he was lying when he said that. <laughs> you know, he was lying. They, they just, they ain't no good. They ain't no good. They, 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 they pinpoint the worst uh, right winger they can find right now to stick in that office. Yes, they are. They are out celebrating and going through the archives to see who they can dig up and and roll, roll back everything that has been accomplished. That's right. The Supreme Court. And, and people we, don't realize they, 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 they are out. All the accomplishments of the 60s, they're ready to roll all that back. Roll all of that back. And believe me, this place could be as bad as it was in the forties. If, if we don't, if we don't be vigilant and get all out to vote, the only thing that may can save us some time is that they have to have congressional hearings. If mm-hmm. they can drag those on, well, perhaps. Well, uh, the Congress can't hold this. Uh, we're we're gonna we're about to talk to Congresswoman Nita Bernice Johnson, yes, see, and we're gonna find out. And if I, my own thinking, the Congress can't hold this up. This is handled by the Senate. So we have the, the, the last confirmation, but they still have to have hearings. So maybe we can drag those on, or, or, or Nick Pitt or something. Oh, Mitch McConnell ain't gonna, gonna listen. <laughs> you pipe dreaming that if you think he's gonna hold it up to, for another president. He has, he has stiff competition, and I hope the people of Kentucky vote him out. 
Yeah, he won't be in time enough. He'll still be in office till 2021. Oh, too. Oh, my God. All right. All right. Like Thank I said, you. we're in trouble. Yes, uh, we are. And I want everybody to vote. Early voting, October 13th. There are plenty of polling places across North Texas. Okay. Please vote. Please do. Please do. Please people. do. Please Thank do. you, Reverend Hello, Thank Eddie. You. I'm one of. That's my congresswoman. Yes, okay. she's your congresswoman <laughs> too. I'm one of her yes, constituents also. Yes, I am, and I'm I'm an avid fan of, of hers. We I'm, I've been on several town talks with her. Yes. All right. Okay. All right. Thank you, Reverend All right. Thank you. All right. We'd like to welcome to the KNON Hotline U.S. Congresswoman Miss Eddie Bernice Johnson. Good morning, Congresswoman. Good morning. How are you this morning? I'm just fine, and I look forward to talking with you. I am. Uh, we, Miss Gins- Ginsburg, uh, passed on last night, and. Uh, we seem to be in a vicarious situation here. This is totally handled by the Senate and the president, correct? Her, right. her reappointment. I mean, her appointee. So the Congress will have nothing to say on that, right? Oh, well, the House of Representatives will not have anything to say. Oh, Lord have mercy. And you know they're not they they're not going to act the way they did with President Obama. They he had what about ten eleven months to appoint one, and and, and your Senate Majority Leader wouldn't wouldn't would, wouldn't get the ball rolling. So that's right. As a matter of fact, um, it's so blatantly clear that. They have no, well, the leadership has no desire to follow any rules of decency or Mm -hmm. fairness. Mm -hmm. It's just whatever he decides that he wants to do. Uh, Well, I don't know. This just seems to be, I don't know. It doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me. What, what it does this me, but what I want to point out is that people elect these people. That's right. And we have an election coming up. Oh, no. And we might say it doesn't have any effect on him, and it doesn't personally, but it does have an overall effect because we have uh, a U.S. Senate candidate on the ballot in Texas. Mm-hmm. That has done everything that this leadership in the Senate wants him to do, mm-hmm. which has not been for the betterment of Texas. So that is one thing that we can do that will have some effect on what might happen. Well, aren't they considering him to be uh, the next Supreme Court Justice? No, that's Cruz. That's what uh, I'm talking about, Corning. Oh, you're talking about Corning. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. That has done everything that McConnell has wanted him to do, Mm -hmm. which has rarely been in our favor. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, well, one just as bad as the other. Uh, But um, what we just as true, common, everyday citizens... 
What could what what should you suggest we be doing during a time like this? One thing we must do is vote. Mm-hmm. When you look at the past record, if we had maximized our votes, this man would not be president today. That's right. That's right. And I'm hoping that we see enough of what damage he has caused to this country that absolutely no one will miss voting for someone different than what we have in there now. Mm-hmm. As a president, do you think he's one of the worst of all time? The worst of my lifetime, <laughs> and perhaps the worst in history. Yes. How how do you think we slipped into that? This is sort of like uh, we slipped in, into a coma or something. How, what happened to... Uh, now, uh, uh, Hillary beat him by almost three million popular votes, but somehow he still s- sneaked in there some some kind well, of way. It's, it's the, um, the type of electoral college. But let me say this. Everybody alive today has lived with that electoral college. Mm-hmm. And we've won some and we've lost some. Mm-hmm. We cannot blame the electoral college. The responsibility rests with each individual voter. Mm-hmm. We as a people, I'm talking about African-American people, who have the most to lose or gain, depending on who gets elected, did not vote well enough mm-hmm. to make that difference when we could have. Mm-hmm. And so the, the warning with that is never miss voting. It's consequential. Mm-hmm. And then when it's over, we can't find excuses. It's over. So when this mm-hmm. one coming up, no one should have an excuse for not voting. We've got an extended early voting period. We've got, I'm working on now getting a real blitz for the last-minute registrations with both the churches and fraternal organizations for next weekend. And I'm hoping that no one will find or look for an excuse not to participate. We cannot blame anybody but ourselves as a people to first let this man get in there. Mm-hmm. And secondly, if we, if we sit around and allow him to stay. Well, uh, will there be a... Uh, 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 so to the polls, Sunday, will that... Will, will that uh, have you have you heard anything about that? Have y'all put together anything for this uh, this particular well, election? We, we're trying to first get the last bit of the registrations, which got to be done by October the fifth. So that weekend prior, uh, we will have blitzing for registration. Mm-hmm. And I just learned that where the registration is really lacking is among Latinos. Hispanic. So if anybody wants to volunteer, uh, no pockets where we can go and get them registered, we'll try to get the volunteers to get there. But the main thing that I'm focusing on is that African-American vote. Mm -hmm. Because when you look at the census and how we're lagging there, they usually go hand in hand, where they're counted and where they're voting. Well, uh, 
What do you think about the lag with African-American males and Latinos about Biden? That's all I'm reading, everything I pick up, seeing uh, African-American males and, and Latinos are very cool, uh, uh, lukewarm on uh, the former vice president. What about that? I really cannot understand it. Uh, I'd like to talk with someone and try to get a better understanding as to what the concerns are. And I'd also like to compare him with what we're dealing with now that's in the White House to see if it doesn't make a stark difference. Uh, I just really do not understand it. If they knew the consequences, and I can tell you, <laughs> I have worked under several presidents directly. Mm-hmm. He is the worst. I have <sighs> lived on a many presidents. He is the worst. So any time you have an opportunity to get rid of somebody who has been nothing but a negative to your life, then if you miss that opportunity, I don't know what else we can do. Because that mm-hmm. is the process that was set up by our Constitution back in 1776. Mm-hmm. Well, I need some African-American males, males, males. Call me, 972-647-1893. I need males. I had females calling a few minutes ago. I need males to call me. Uh, What is it about Biden that just don't register to you? Because I looked at that, and Hispanic males, uh, 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 Hispanic spirit, what is it about Biden that don't seem to uh, ring your bell? I don't know. I tell you what. Let's go to uh, let's go to the phone lines. Let's go. Who do we? Let's go. Who do we have? This is uh, Councilman Casey Thomas. Councilman Casey Thomas. All righty. Good morning, Councilman Thomas. Good morning, Pastor Boyd. Good morning to my Congresswoman, Congresswoman Ed Johnson. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, go right ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I, I wanted to first of all uh, say thank you for your heart, your work, and your service, and your your mentorship. But uh, also, I wanted to make known a couple of things. Um, Pastor Barnett, you asked about Soul to the Polls. Mm-hmm. Uh, we created a coalition. Our vote is our voice. Can you hear us now? And yeah. one of the members of our coalition has already began, and I'll give Congresswoman Johnson. I'll give you all the details. Has already started a statewide. Uh, souls to the polls, so we not only get people in Dallas County and the churches here in Dallas, but also churches in Houston, Austin, across the state to come mm-hmm. out and vote in a unified effort. Um, that first weekend, I think we may they may be doing the first and second Sunday since we do have two. So there is mm-hmm. an effort already going, Good. and I want to give you also an update, Pastor Barnett. This is something for your listening audience. Mm-hmm. Next weekend, we're having Freedom Weekend. And Congresswoman Johnson, and I talked to you about this. We're going to set up two screenings of Good Trouble by John Lewis. This, the first one is going to be Friday, 7.30, at Redbird in the parking lot of Redbird Mall. The second one is going to be Saturday, and it's going to be 7.30 in the parking lot at a state fair of Texas. And so we want the community mm-hmm. to come out. It's going to be free. 
doors, the gates open at 6.30, from 6.30 to 7.30. We will be doing voter registration. We'll be doing mm-hmm. census sign, uh, giving people opportunity to complete the census. And on, on Saturday, I mean, on, yeah, on Saturday, we'll be doing the same thing at the fire park, but we'll also be doing, doing COVID, free COVID-19 testing. So mm-hmm. we should have a flyer as early as Monday that I can get over to you, Pastor Barnett, so you can make one more push okay. next Saturday. Mm-hmm. But we do have an organized plan effort for those to the polls, and we do have a effort screening good trouble where we're going to be doing voter registration in the parking lot of Redbird Mall mm-hmm. next Friday night and Fire Park, State Fire Texas, at the Fire Park on Saturday night. So we want to get the word out, make sure the community comes out. We chose those two areas because those are two areas where we have African-American low voter turnout. And so that's why we chose Redbird and we chose the Fair Park in South Dallas. All right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for the thank, information. I want to thank uh, Councilman mm-hmm. uh, Casey Thomas that I've had the pleasure to work with and to know how dedicated he is, and I'm staying ready to cooperate. I'm in D.C. right now, but I'm flying back to Dallas today. The 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 caucus is not going on, is it? I have to get back here. The caucus was canceled this year, wasn't it? Con- con- Congressional Black Caucus? Sorry? Was the Congressional Black Caucus, wasn't that meeting canceled this year? Yes, we're virtual this year. Uh-huh. Okay. But we're in session. Oh, you are? Oh, I didn't know it. Didn't know it. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. But here's what I, I would like to ask you, and I'm opening it up to all, everybody who's holding a political office, to call. If you have to scream and holler, call me. And... Try to get do your best to have a speech to get our people to the polls, because this is this thing is so is so uh, important. Now it, we've always said this is the most important election of our of our lifetime. I, I I really I know in my lifetime this is the most important election I've ever seen. I've ever had to deal with. We're up against a short break, and you can call us at 972-647-1893. Talking to Congresswoman Eddie Bernice Johnson. All right. Congresswoman Johnson, take it the way you want to go with it right now, would you? Would you just take it that sure. way? Uh-huh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can take it any way you want to go with it right now. Well, I know that we're all mourning the death of Justice Ginsburg. Mm-hmm. And it's a great loss. Yes. And it's going to bring, of course, great consternation. And unfairness will be attempted mm-hmm. to replace her. Oh, yes. I think all of us remember what President Obama had to go through and was denied his opportunity mm-hmm. to appoint someone. Yes. There are four 
members of the Senate who had indicated that they would not vote until after the new president is installed. I hope that is the case. Are they all Republicans? Yes. And if four four jump ship on them, they can't pass it. That's right. It will not be passed if they hold to their word. However, let me just say this. All but one are up for re-election, and they are in very, very tough races. Mm-hmm. And so after the election and before the president changed, and thank God I hope it will be a change, uh, they could change their minds. So we really need to keep the pressure on. Now, what we mm-hmm. need to do in Texas is to let our U.S. senator that let both of them know, but especially the one that is up for re-election now. Mm-hmm. That's Carney. We wish not yet. We wish to not have him because he has walked lockstep uh, with this um, leader in the Senate, mm-hmm. McConnell. Mm-hmm. Whether it was far as against us and most of the time against us, mm-hmm. he has walked lockstep with him. We need to send him a message either personally at the ballot box, that we expect him to respect a fair regime, mm-hmm. knowing that his record indicates he will not be there for us. Well, if he hadn't been there the last five or six years, he's likely not to start to be there now. Mm-hmm. So that's another reason why we should vote vigorously this year. Here. Yeah, and we should remember that President Obama had about 10 months to get someone for the Supreme Court. They wouldn't they wouldn't do it in 10 months, 10, 11 months, but they want to... they're willing to do it in five or six weeks. Yes. This show you uh, just how ridiculous this thing is. This is utterly ridiculous. I, I'll let some uh, callers talk to you. Uh, who... Bring up call. Wait, this is a call from Bo Neely. Bo Neely. All right. Good morning, Mr. Neely. Good morning, Reverend Barnett. Uh, yes. Uh-huh. I run at uh, Lee Johnson. Uh, I met her at the GA. I was a wonderful lady to work with. She came out when I was working in 92. I did on Singleton at the big roofing company. And uh, she's a favorite of mine, but... Uh, thank you, Congressman, and, um, and and continue to do a great job. Look, Barnett, we talking about uh, Joe Biden. Uh, that's mm-hmm. all we got. And if we don't get out and vote and put this man in the White House, we'll be the president we need right now. We all will be trouble. These young men, they're running around here with their pants hanging down and act like they don't want to work. Man, get out and get these jobs because these jobs are fading away. I work for the city of Dallas, and I know. And I'm here to tell you, man, it's, 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 it's pretty rough. But if you get out of here and vote, we can make a difference. Because if we don't, our children are already in trouble. And the problem that we have with, with the police officers, all police, all police officers are not bad. All firefighters and ambulance and, and nurses and everybody else is not bad. But if we can sit back and help one another, we can make a change. We've done it before. Let's do it again. And I just want to say thank you for letting me call yes. on it mm-hmm. and uh, keep up the good work. And, uh, Congressman, 
Miss Bernie, uh, Anthony Johnson, I love you. Yes. And thanks, babe. All thank right. you very much. All right. Thank you. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. All righty. Uh, Congresswoman, you have any comments behind that? Well, I just want to thank him. Mm-hmm. As an African-American male, stand up and speak the truth. Mm-hmm. I really don't know what the black males have against Biden. Uh, I can't say this. I have known him since the early 80s. Mm-hmm. I consider him one of the most fair and just people that I've been able to work with. Mm-hmm. Nobody is perfect, including me. But I can tell you that we need him now like never before. Mm-hmm. How do you think he performed as a vice president under President Obama? I think he was superb, and I think President Obama will attest to that. I think that President Obama learned so much from his experience. Mm-hmm. If you remember, President Obama had not even completed a term in the U.S. Senate mm-hmm. when he was elected. Mm-hmm. But he depended on Vice President Biden and his experience to help him become the president he was. That's true. That's true. Yes. Uh, It takes experience for those jobs in Washington. It really experience counts. Yes. All righty. That clears the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have next? Up next is Eddie. All righty. Good morning, Eddie. Good morning, great reverend. How are you, sir? God is good and all is well. Yes, huh? Young with Congresswoman. To, uh, suggest, uh, thank you, uh, great Congresswoman uh, Johnson. Uh, sure. The yes, ma'am. The legacy of hope uh, with Doctor Michelle Morgan. I've asked the public to send in this week and put a billboard recognizing the need to vote at that location. Mm-hmm. Legacy of hope. And that uh, uh, email address, Gmail address is hope, uh, legacy of hope, dfw.com, and send money so we can get a billboard up this week. I'll All right. Money. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Morgan's phone number is 972-217-2102. This is life or death situation. And we cannot have that man remain in that position. Okay. We thank you for your call and comment. All right. Thank you for your effort. All right. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. Uh, Who do we have next? Up next, we have a call from Claude. Claude? All right. Good morning, Claude. Good morning, sir. Mm -hmm. How are you? Fine. You're on with Congresswoman Johnson. Yes, Congresswoman Johnson, we want to congratulate you on all the hard work you do for us. Thanks for educating us on all of the efforts that we need to know about politics. My concern is, of course, the big election that's coming up for the president, but we're also kind of 
puzzled about our city officials and local level. So uh, at some point, I would love for us to get uh, some education on who do we vote for as city councilmen. And, of course, we want to push out um, the big election, which is for the president. I am for Joe Biden. And I'd just like the gentleman just said, we don't have any choice. We can't have this man we've been having for the last four years. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I agree with you, and let me say that the city council will not be on the ballot, but the school no, board. No, I mean city officials. Yes, uh, but state and federal officials, as right. well as local school board people, will be on the ballot. Right, and then we just need to know more about those names and what they stand for and what they are what they're up against. What do, who are we up? A lot of the names I see, I don't even recognize. I understand. Mm-hmm. Now, the League of Women Voters puts out uh, a publication based on uh, questionnaires which they send and each person fills them out. Uh, the Dallas okay. Morning News does the same mm-hmm. thing. And there are others who also do the same thing, including my labor union. Uh, In the general election, to be honest with you, if you really want to, if you don't recognize a name, just vote for every Democrat. Because let me tell you this. I don't know where you live, but different different locations will have different people to vote for. But I do not want to help this man that's in office in any way possible. Because if we had a majority in that Senate right now, we would not be in the dilemma that we're in. If we had a majority yes, in the Senate, that that the Heroes Bill would be passed and people would be getting more help during this pandemic, including our cities. But we are yes, hammered because once people get elected, they stick with their parties. And that's why we need as many Democrats as we can get in there, uh, in office, at state and federal office. And let me try to explain a little bit why. After this census count, lines will be drawn again for everywhere we have redistricting. And when they are drawn, we need as many Democrats at the table as possible. That's how we have lost power when they had a big blitz during the election of 2010 mm-hmm. and got all oh, the, they, they cleared Democrats out of the South and we had a complete turnaround in Texas and they redistricted in a very gerrymandered way mm-hmm. and reduced us yep. from having 21 or 22 Democrats in the Texas congressional delegation down to about nine and we've been suffering ever since. And so you have to see how important it is to stay with the party where you know you're going to get some consideration. None of us are perfect. But the best thing you can do is vote for every Democrat. Yes, ma'am. And I thank you for that because that's a confirmation for me because my mentor, one of my mentors is Diane Ragsdale. 
and that's who I go with. And she goes to me. She's a good friend of mine. And she tells me to do the exact same thing you just said. If you don't know the name, just go for the party that you're a part of, and that's Democrat. Thank you so much for all your hard work. God bless you. God keep you. And we continue to do what you guys suggest that we do. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, another one of the great women of Dallas. Uh, yes. We, 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 we got so, ah, oh boy, this time is so short. Ah, uh, good, good grief. What, what, what time is it, Jason? Let me see. 38. Yeah. 38. All right. Uh, put that call on now. Let me try it. Okay. This is Lydia. Yeah. Yes, good morning to both of you. Good morning. I'm calling to to address this to Ms. Johnson. A friend of mine and I have been trying for over two months to volunteer. We've called the Dallas County Democratic Party continuously. We never got return calls. Uh, we emailed them. We get no return calls. And I'm just really concerned because it doesn't appear to me as if we're really, really getting, putting all of our efforts to go out and get this job done that we've got to get done to get Mr. Biden and Ms. Harris in office. So I don't know what else to do. I called your office here in in Dallas. I called in Washington, and I even called your campaign manager yesterday, Ms. Johnson, because I wanted to get some information about this petition to save our Social Security benefits, of which I am a recipient. And I called them and asked them would they please put me on a mailing list or whatever. The gentleman said he would call me back in 30 minutes. He never called back. It's just getting frustrating that we can't get any help to speak to people to do what we are trying to do, and that's to volunteer to help get our candidate elected. So what do we do? Well, thank you for that call. First, let me explain this. Practically every office is operating virtually and not under the regular circumstances where people are gathering. And so it makes it a little difficult for communication. However, there is still a way of which you can help. I don't know what okay. way you want to help. It's a lot of telephoning okay. going on. Okay. All right. I'll let them know. There's also uh, a little bit of door-to-door for census and registration. But I can tell you this. If you will call my campaign office next week, we can really tell you what we're doing in terms of trying to get the last part of the registration. And we're trying to get uh, people to go at certain major stops and, and many major churches yeah. to try to get the last bit of the registration. And this has been a difficult year mm-hmm. because people are not together. They're virtually working by Zoom or telephone. Well, uh, and not and unable to gather, so well, it is a little bit more difficult. But I can assure you that we can give you telephone lists to call. We can also tell you where you might be able to go to help get the last big stretch we have for uh, voter registration, uh, and that number is two one four eight seven one 
9291. Also, okay. Congresswoman, we have here yes. in the studio Miss Bonnie Mathias. She'll be coming on uh, at 9 o'clock. She and says she's, she's and she'll give you a call. Opinion? She'll give you a call. And, and okay. It, it was, that, uh, was that the number? Uh, what number do you need, uh, Miss? What what number you need, uh, Bunny? Probably Lydia's number. Lydia's number. Yeah. So Lydia, uh, after we hang up on you, please stay yeah. on the line. I'll uh, get your number because we also had Councilman Casey Thomas call in, who wants your, to get your number as well to help you. Okay. Okay. Thank uh, you. Uh, okay, we're gonna have we're gonna have to take a short break. I'm up against a break. Really, we're gonna pass. Okay. Uh, all right. Thank you uh, for your call. We'll be right back. Congresswoman, uh, you know, since the pandemic, we have to, I have to cut off 10 minutes early, all the shows. Uh, you only have a, about seven minutes left. Can you uh, give us some words of wisdom and encouragement? Because this, this, this uh, election, I, I, I don't know, for some strange reason, I'm very nervous about this election. I'm not so sure the Democrats have this one in the bag. I'm not sure. Well, we're in the same position. I, I'm not sure myself. Uh, well, the only time we can try to be sure is to make sure we maximize our voter turnout. Uh, it's still a puzzle to me why people have questions of whether or not they should support this president that we have. Maybe mm -hmm. I've been working too closely uh, and see him too clearly. But I would just simply say to the people, this is not the man for this country. And if you are a minority yeah. or an immigrant, he has made his, his contempt very well known. Mm -hmm. uh, any minorities and any immigrant, and an immigrant is anyone who has come here from another country to live or their parents mm -hmm. came from another country to live. Uh, he is not for America. We are in trouble all over the world because of his ill leadership. And so I hope that if anybody has a question of whether he's the right one, just call me. Because I can tell you from personal experience mm -hmm. that our biggest fight has been to try to hold the line on everything we need. He has cut out, he wants to cut out food stamps and wants people to pick up fat lunches when they go to the employment office. Mm -hmm. Well, the majority of the kids, the people that need food are children. They will not be going to the employment office. The mm -hmm. other ones are elderly. They will not be going to the employment office. This is, this is and so when you see those kind of policies, when you can see that people cannot get a decent college education without coming out with big college loans, mm -hmm. with big interest. Mm -hmm. When we tried to correct it, he rolled it back. When you know that everybody needs health care, as soon as he got in there, he started attacking health care, and it's been a real struggle mm -hmm. trying to save it. Before we got a majority of this last election in the House, he was about to get rid of the whole thing. 
So if you have not been able to experience and see what he's doing, now he's the only president that has directly impacted Social Security and Medicare by telling companies they didn't have to pay payroll tax. That is what finances Social Security and Medicare. Would now, that, when you have a president who overtly wants to take away Social Security and Medicare, it's time for you to take a good look at that person. His family has made more money because they've got him in control of having these contracts. People almost have to be a con- contributor of his before they can get them. We were behind the eight ball in trying to attack this virus because he controlled all of the equipment, all the supplies. And, and if you were uh, a Democratic leader in a geographical area, he made sure you got yours last. Now, if you want to have somebody go back in there who has shown a worst prejudice, who does not stand for election but one more time, and that's this time, he would be totally crazy the second term. So I'm saying, use some common sense and get him out of that White House. This is the most important election of our lifetime and the future of this nation. Mm-hmm. Well, now, wouldn't that throw us almost into a depression if he was to cut people's Social Security off? Well, that would be devastating for a lot of people, wouldn't it be? Sometimes that's the only retirement many people have, and especially people of color. It's a totally Democratic program that started on the Democrats, and everything that a Democrat put in place, he's ready to get rid of. Uh, he's you know, trying to undo... President Roosevelt, President yeah. Truman, uh-huh. and President Johnson were the ones who fought for Social Security and Medicare and Medicaid. And he's trying to overturn all of that, isn't he? Yes. Because, it's... you see, Medicare and Medicaid are amendments to the Social Security Act. If you defund Social Security, you defund Medicare and Medicaid. So that's where the money comes from. Payroll taxes. And he's already, he's pushing, holding up this bill right now, pushing to keep businesses from having to pay payroll tax. That is oh, an that indirect is. way of killing Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid. Oh, this, this, oh my, this, we could really be in trouble as a nation. Congresswoman, my time is up. I really thank, thank you. I do know you have what, October coming up? Uh, yeah. But can we schedule you uh, the Saturday before no th- uh, November 3rd also? I'm sure we can. I'll have my schedule put it down now. Yeah, schedule that. Because uh, I need all of our, our long ball hitters to, uh, to be a part of the program to try to encourage people, please go to the polls. If it ever was time we need to go, we we need to go. It's very critical. But thank you. I got to get out here and got to run. Thank all of you for calling. Have a great day and have a great day. Uh huh. Thank all of you for listening. Y'all have a wonderful, wonderful week. Tomorrow morning, 9 30, we own Heavenly Joy Church. We own at 9 30. That's Facebook, Marion Barnett Sr. Marion Barnett Sr. Tomorrow morning, 9 30 on Facebook. Please give us a listen. I'll view. Bye-bye.
saying what?